Hello? Uh, okay, now I can hear you. There we go. Okay. All right. Yay! I'm like, fuck, we just went live. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, not what it happens. <laughs> Hi, hi, and welcome to Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with dancer Tarantino Riggs, Riggs. Oh, Riggins, how you doing today, sexy? Good, always good. And yourself? I am good. Slay. All right, all right. I, yeah, I love, I love doing this. I love when the guests have energy. There's yes, like it's very, so much fun. Like you know, we're here to entertain. Uh, we got to be entertaining to everyone. <laughs> there have only been like two times I haven't vibed with a guest. Oh my gosh, I bet you that's literally like so humbling. You're just like, all right, tick 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 tick. <laughs> well, one of them, one of them showed up an hour late, so like. Oh, oh. I, um so disrespectful it's like my that's my thing it's like it's like can you see i'm beat so it's like having mm -hmm. to sit around here having the fans blow on me just waiting for this person to right. finally, like, fucking show up no literally i came up here in slate and i'm waiting like you yeah. should be on time and pay the respect please and thank you <laughs> yeah and it's and it's like somebody would make it was somebody out in la it's like i tell you all the time difference like if mm -hmm. I'm like, obviously, I can't tell you Eastern Standard Time if you live in California, because it's like, right. then I don't expect everyone to know the time zones like I do. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Work. So where are you originally from? So originally, I am actually from Orlando, Florida, like here, born and raised. Um but when I was like eight, I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for seven years. But alternatively, like we came back and moved when I was like 13. So baby, like I'm literally from down south, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Florida baby. Work. I do. I love <laughs> I love Atlanta. I was actually thinking about moving there at one point. The problem is with the way the economy is. Mm -hmm. Nope. I can't I can't afford it's, I can't afford Atlanta. Like yeah. that's it's just giving no, like, you know. <laughs> mm -mm. That's, that's why, like, so I'm originally from South Florida. I live about, I'm living at home now. I live about an hour north of West Palm Beach. So, like, Oh, wow. That's so nice. Know. I have family there, too. And I actually used to live in Miami for about a year and a half, too. So I know all that area, too. Yeah. <laughs> Literally down south. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as I was telling you before, I lived in Orlando for um almost four years. Okay. So, like, I am familiar, but you also know, being originally from Orlando, that what once was Orlando is not the way it is now. Now, yeah. Like, uh, so much, will, so modernized. No, it's also, I will say, at least in my view, yeah, that Orlando kind of died the moment that like Parliament House closed. Yeah, like it was just giving no, yeah. like, um, yeah. <laughs> can we bring it back to life, please? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was so, like, because I moved like right before the pandemic, so like, and I got to go to like. I think I went there like one more time before it like closed. And I was right. like, it's like, well, thank God I did that. Cause like, there's so many people like 
after or like during the pandemic that she just like didn't go and it's like mm-hmm. that's why when i said like so once that closed i'm like any shot of me moving back to orlando wasn't gonna yeah. happen but you're just like it was an era now that era's over it will never be yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah but it's, it's that's why i i know someone who's gonna move to orlando and i'm like or you're like wants to move to orlando from here i'm like i'm like right? Good you're like um what are you leaving you're like fred like leaving jason to go to freddie like you know you're not missing anything <laughs> it's all a trap <laughs> I, i'm like i'm like you'll you'll love it for about a year mm-hmm. and then like you'll probably be out of there and be like yeah over it like i'm never going back <laughs> oh yeah totally mm-hmm. so what was it like for you growing up as a kid so growing up as a kid i danced um primarily all my life you know i grew up dancing um i did a little bit of sports too i did soccer and um i would say like the most controversy like um when something happened was when i was like 11 and 12 and um that's when my parents were together and so they were just like okay like we want to put him in sports so he doesn't like be this way love them though not (laughs) bashing them but literally they were just like okay he need to like quit dance this isn't cute anymore like we want to put him in sports because they you know i am a black african-american coming from a christian household let's be real (laughs) so they were just like no like he needs to be in sports he needs to be with the boys like no 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 and um i have a lot of siblings like i am three out of 13 believe it or not oh wow yeah but literally my mom just now like started having like more kids like when we got older so like i still grew up with a lot but like literally (laughs) but that is crazy like, yeah, literally. It's literally the loud house. So um, yeah, so around that era was when like all the controversy like started happening. That's when I like started figuring out like who I was. And at first they weren't like very receptive of it. Like, you know, they're just like, you're just confused. Like you don't know where you're like you, you know, you're too young to decide, like, no, this is wrong. And um, as I got older, that's when they just accepted it and kind of just welcome me with you know open arms and didn't like treat me any differently work mm-hmm. so i mean that kind of goes with my um next question which was what was it like for you coming out okay so believe it or not okay my dad was the easier one to come out i came out to my dad when i was about 16 17 years old wow and he was just like completely like accepting um and also like keep in mind they were divorced when i was about 14 15 and so um i spent time majority with my mom and so like i felt like you know he just had no choice he was just like okay i love you son like i had all this time away from you like i'm gonna take you as you are like you know and my mom she was actually the harder one i came out to her when i was like 18 and then like even still like she accepts it but like christian stereotypical black woman she still has her like you know two cents and things she doesn't agree with but she does accept me and you know get used to my personality i should say yeah i mean i i do give it up to you like having to come out to two parents yeah i will say in some ways i was fortunate mm-hmm. i only had to i only had to come out to one parent because i came out um 
four months after my mom died. So it's just oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. And she's very proud of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heart. Yes. <clears throat> so I only had to come out to my dad, and then I have an older sister who were mm-hmm. both accepting. Speaking oh. to that, yes. Speaking mm-hmm. to that religious upbringing, so mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic. So like, yeah. Uh, so you know, you know perfectly well what that's like. <laughs> I came mm. out. I came out to a youth minister at the church. Girl, which, what? How was that? <laughs> we're getting it. We're getting into it. One good. All right, we're getting in. We're getting in. So I told him about this performance. So after I came out, I told him about this performance idea I had with like a knife. Now I'd practice stabbing myself because I'm dramatic. Clearly, mm-hmm. it happens. Look at us. And and we're still beautiful. <laughs> he he said, "Okay, you." He left the room. He came back in about ten minutes later. He said, "Okay, you have one of two options. Either you're coming with me." Or I'm calling the cops. Oh, oh, okay. Now, mm. now in hindsight, I would have let him call the cops. I went yeah. with him, which clearly was a mistake. Yeah. So he he took me to get a psyche eval. Oh no! I, no. They, had, they had told me I had passed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. And like, but, they're the ones to decide. <clears throat> but he went around basically made it seem like i was lying and basically told them oh, that gosh. i was lying and as a result i got locked in a mental institution for 60 he's evil oh my god that guy's gonna suck cocks in hell whatever he's evil <laughs> he's evil <laughs> evil and, and he wasn't done he wasn't done like oh, oh my god so after i got out he set me up with this therapist mm, therapist who basically trapped me in a room huh? did like three i think i did like four or five sessions like on session four mm-hmm. she was the person who's like so let's just pray to see if this will go away like oh my gosh that that is so like like stupid and just like ignorant like let's like what like it doesn't work that way. Like, okay, we can pray, we can still give thanks, but guess what? I'm still gonna be gay. I'm still gonna like penis. Clearly. <laughs> I thought it worked for about six hours. And then like right. and then I went to school. I went to school the next day. I saw a guy I was turned on to, I saw his ass and got hard. And I'm like, no. Nope. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. It's go time, baby. She's back. <laughs> so it's like I would say in terms of all that, that unfortunately was what I call the start of my downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Because um. that led to me being suicidal twice. It led to yeah, me um, being raped and then oh, about like four years later that. being sexually assaulted. But it's like, mm-hmm. I look at all of it now. Yeah. And look at you. so like so strong because you know how like how like that like it's just so hard to like even bring up and the fact like you can just say hey this is about me this is my character this is my life and this is what happened to me it's like that's strange so you should give yourself credit for that too that's definitely not easy to talk about and there's still victims in this world who are not ready for that too so that's a lot of really strength and i admire that about you yeah 
it took it took a lot. It's literally as I was talking to you earlier about like mm-hmm. putting out an album this year. That's mm-hmm. what made me get through because it's like. Mm-hmm. So the thing about this album is, I literally, I I theoretically because it's like once I put all the songs together, I wrote the first song in like 2015, and I literally oh wrote the last song about a week ago and it's like oh my god so you, this was like a a project uh yes, yeah uh, i love that and, and it's like the thing is now it's like the reason why i feel i have to do it because it's because it's like this is my story that's why i tell people it's mm-hmm. it's a fun it's a fun sounding album mm-hmm. but much like i would describe it as like my um I'm a huge Gaga fan, right. so I would say I would describe that. it as like my art pop Chromatica album, where it's like, yeah, it sounds it's it sounds really upbeat, mm-hmm. but when you dive into the lyrics, it's actually kind of sad, right? Um, which is like really really cool. So I'm excited yeah. for not only myself, but like you know everyone too to like hear some yes. of that and like know your story and know this is a big part of you and just freaking yes. celebrate with you. So, so what made you want to become a dancer? So, like I said, I've been like dancing all of my life. Um, what made me like primarily want to come become like a professional dancer is like kind of controversial. It's actually so funny. Was yeah. you know that show Dance Moms? Yes. I was obsessed, obsessed. I would want to be like them. I want to be on TV. I would just like be in my living room or my room, like just doing all the second turns just doing everything. And um, where I really like decided where I really want to take this seriously when I went back to dance, um, when I quit soccer, um, when I was about 14, 15, I decided to take it like seriously and do competitions, be on an intensive training program. And I just fell in love with it. Like, you know, it was like amazing. And I just was like, okay, I really want to take this somewhere and I really got inspired from like not only like everyone at my studios but like going to competitions meeting other dancers meeting other male presenting dancers it was just amazing and I was like okay I actually do want to take this somewhere I'm going to take this seriously compete do all the training programs do all the classes like audition for Universal Disney all of it give it all to me because I just just really like fell in love with it like you know it's my passion (laughs) yeah I would say, okay, so this is the um crazy thing. So what it's easier to say what made me want to become a musician mm-hmm. than like what made me want to become a drag queen. Cause I feel like doing drag, like kind of just like I had this like vision of what I wanted to do and I like accidentally like stumbled into it. Right. Like so my vision, pretty much, I started having vision of what became the Prince Electro Diamond that is in front of you today, starting about at the age of 15, but then I repressed it for so long, because, like, mm-hmm. my thing was, I have the unconventional way of starting, because I actually started, when I was in Orlando, I actually started performing in straight bars. Mm. Oh, really? So, yeah. so like... Yeah. Okay. There would be like all these bros there with their guitar, like getting ready to do the same fucking sets that everybody's already seen. Yeah. And, and I'd come in with my iPod, like handed to the um, host of the night, and I'd have these beats like thumping in this like 
mm. tiny little tiny little bar and like mm. you I were loved... the real entertainment yeah mm-hmm. i they loved it <laughs> i loved it um owners overall were cool with me except mm-hmm. for one night so mm-hmm. the one night the week before i had ended one of my sets by screaming motherfucker into the microphone Ooh, going in going, going into a dance break and like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good and then a week later they told me there's old people in the audience no swearing i'm like i'm like what there's still old people in the audience it's not going to change anything they're just gonna have yeah. to watch me curse and watch me do what i want to do <laughs> that that's my point i'm like i'm like i'm in a bar like i can't right. fucking swear in a bar like seriously exactly like i can do whatever i want to do like guess what adam st- there we're still in a bar and i'm still gonna curse <laughs> did i might have i might have censored myself that night i've because mm-hmm. because my thing is at least I'm gonna use a Gaga quote when she says, like, whenever she's performing a um dive bar, she performs it like she was performing in an arena, and when she's performing mm-hmm. in an arena, she performs mm-hmm. like she's at a dive bar, and it's like right. that's like I'm not gonna like lower myself, like everyone's gonna no. get the entertainment as I would, like for anyone. No, my thing is like the craziest part. So the place didn't really the place the main place I performed at didn't have a stage, so you would see me like They'd have like this. It was a wired mic, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I will say this: I fucking hate wired mics. Like, <laughs> all, all my shit's wireless now. It's either, right. it's either like a regular wireless mic or a headset mic because I literally cannot stand the fucking wires. Anyway, right. it's like <laughs> it's because like they would have this long ass wire. There'd be times that like I would create my stage. So it was like. Mm-hmm. I would like start like over here and then all of a sudden like towards the end of the number I'd be like right over here and then I'd have to like walk back and like so I literally created the stage just so like mm. I've done that the craziest thing I've ever done is performing yeah. in the I've I've performed in the middle of a bar before like there'd be people all around me and I would just be like yes I I do love it but it's like but it's like sometimes you got to tell people it's like trust Mm-hmm. If you are if you are in my way and I need to land a move, I am gonna shove you the fuck out of the way. Right, so sure like, land my move. You better make sure like you're watching. <laughs> like I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. <clears throat> so okay, so I kind of told you. So what was it like the first time you performed? Okay, let me think. So the first time like I performed in front of like a like massive amount of people like um I remember I did my first solo and um keep in mind I was also I didn't know if I said this before I was also like one of the only like boys on my team it was like all girls um and I was yep I was one of the only boys and so like they just loved me like my studio itself I got like a lot of the hype a lot of the things so I remember when I was like 14 years old and I was like performing a solo and I just remember like everyone from the other studios were like just coming in the audience. Like after I got done on stage, I'll have like all these little girls, little boys, anyone like always like asking to take a picture of me. Like I'll walk in with my team and they'll be like, oh my God, that's him, that's him. Like, you know, and I just 
want to say it felt amazing. Like I wasn't nervous because I already had like all that dance training, like, you know, performing just was always like, I just felt like just came so natural to me. I never really got nervous. And so when I like performed, it just like felt so good. Like, you know, like just to have like all the acknowledgement and positivity and things like that, it was just so, so good. And I loved every single second of it. <laughs> Especially my dramatic ass. I'm just like, give me more. <laughs> See, my thing is like, I didn't used to get nervous. I get nervous now, but it's not like, it's not like, I'm not one of those people who like get so nervous that I can't sing. And I think it's because yeah. I'm so removed from performing only because like, as I said, I'm living at home. I mm -hmm. live in a small. I live in a small ass town. They have right. op they have open mic nights, but I'm, even I pointed this out to my best friend. I'm like, you think they're gonna let my faggot ass in there with like, <laughs> especially especially now I dress like half naked in drag. I literally wear like yeah. fish I, wear, I wear fish nets in a bodysuit. Like you think mm -hmm. I'm gonna like. <laughs> like not perform like bitch oh no bitch i am performing you're gonna hear about it all to next year <laughs> like yeah like that's why i want to move to detroit because i'm tired of living in an area with like noise ordinances it's like yeah like boring people like go home <laughs> it's like oh we, yeah this this is the just like idea of the area that i live in if if you're if there's if it's not a bar they're usually closed but businesses are closed by 11 p.m right so like yeah mm -hmm. that's why i've always it is weird like there are times it doesn't happen much but there are times like i've been out like in drag and i get people staring at me because it's like hey good keep staring you secretly want to be me. <laughs> it's like God, like, like, can I, I just like, put my face back if you're gonna stare? At least compliment. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, to that point of like you saying like you were like everybody was like taking your picture and all that. I I know that to like a little extreme. Yeah, it's like. Whenever mm -hmm. I go down to like Fort Lauderdale, it's like I gotta. Mm -hmm. I sometimes have to remember. I'm like, okay, bitch. And I say this in my hotel room. I'm like, you're on now. Like, right. Even even if you're having a bad day, you can't have a bad day because everyone's right. gonna pay attention to you. Like, uh -huh, they're all looking. And it's mm -hmm. like, but performing at the straight bars, maybe the, probably the craziest yeah. thing. The mm -hmm. craziest thing that happened was. There's one time I was in the middle of my set. And as I said, I was performing at a place without a stage. Mm -hmm. As my next track was playing, some woman literally just, I was doing Do What You Want by Lady Gaga. And it's like, some woman literally just like walked on to where I was performing. She's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, my daughter would love it. I need to take a picture. And it's like, I'm hearing the like, Ye the like yeah. And then, I had to do that. I had to do that. I had to hit that like right in. I had to focus. I'm like, I'm like, fuck. Like, like back away before I kick you. <laughs> but it's, it's like that's 
that's the thing where it's like that's nerve wracking as a performer when something goes wrong. Mm, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, I completely understand. That happened the last time I was actually in a competition. So, like, mm-hmm. I was, it was in a situation where, um, again, my track was playing. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. This is the part that like fucking chops my ass. It's like the host of the like contest knew who I was. And like mm. knew knew that I sing live, and like I wasn't being handed a microphone. I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, I need a microphone. Like, right. my <laughs> playing. and then that was another situation where I had to go. Da, it's literally like right in, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, you. It's like you learn you learn to fucking kill it. It's like right. you gotta be able to like just adjust, like you know. Yeah. And of course, because of biases, I I lost. I will say this: I'm the drag queen who's never won anything, but it's like, yeah. But people know. It's like, it especially when like judges try and like bullshit you and be like, "Oh, you lost by two points." And yeah, like, like, and that is so common in the drag community. Like, I like personally have never like done drag. I really do yeah. want to someday though. But, like, I'll, like, go to shows or, like, you know, support other friends. And I'm just, like, this is, like, some BS. Like, no. Like, stop. No. And you want to – and then in my mind, I'm, like, bitch, I should have won by four. Like, yeah. I, I'll hurt. Like, no. <laughs> like, it's because, like, you're fucking one of them that, like, no, it's not fair. <laughs> Is that I've never fit into this area because they consider me quote unquote unpolished and like my response is and yeah and what about it I'm still fabulous and everybody knows it yes. so just because yes. I'm not fucking you does not mean anything exactly it's like mm-hmm. it's like it's like it's like it's like girl yeah like yeah. no I'll go ahead and just dismiss myself I know my work and I know myself and I know I'm fabulous, and you're not going to take that away from me from this bullshit-ass contest. <laughs> Although there have been times I've talked with my drag sister who lives around here, and she's like, oh, if you want to perform around here, you have to lip-sync and wear a gown and do all this. I'm like, why the, Girl, fuck, no, would I, no. why the fuck would I change who I am? It's like, yeah, just because like, y'all can't sing live and I can, doesn't right. that I should have to conf- That's right. why. That's why I don't like, perform. If you're untalented, just say that. Like, you know, <laughs> no tea, no shade, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Work. So, okay. So, how does your experience... Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. I don't think I wrote this in proper English. Hold on. That's yeah, right. Good. Go for it. Okay, so it's like, how does the experience... Oh. Oh, here we go. How does the experience for you dancing at a bar kind of like feel different versus dancing at an event? Okay, so uh, I've danced at events to where um, I had to go-go and I also danced at events to where like it was like more classical, more respected. Um, That's what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, so how like the big difference is definitely the crowd. Like, you know, right. I feel like the crowd will always, like, have something to do with it. Um, Whenever, like, I performed at, like, you know, more, like, classical events and less, like, go-go and less sexy, like, you know, um, 
I would say that has to like do with me because sometimes like I catch myself like, you know, when I am dancing, when I am like doing certain movements, I'm like, okay, this is like this kind of event. Like there are kids here. I can't make that movement or I can't like, you know, say like, you know, or do like certain things. I would say like, I have like a lot more fun when it's just like 18 and up, like an adult stuff and like something like stippies, like, you know, something like that. I always yeah. enjoy or And I also like just got done with um one magical weekend, the one in June. Have you ever heard of that? What is that now? Um, it's actually this um all like pride festival. It's um I think Disney hosts it. Um, and it's called One Magical Weekend. And so they have like um all these parties, these pool parties, and it's like all these gay men, and like you know, everyone is like invited though, but primarily yeah. like men. And um they have like these pool parties, these performances, like um I remember like last year I performed um, with this drag queen. I performed with like every year I perform with drag queens, but I always like forget their names. I'm also just like so, so bad with names. And um, it's like really, really big. Like it's so much fun. The after parties are so much fun too. I've been to like a couple of the after parties, like really, really lit. And yeah. for sure, like going along with what I was saying, I always get off topic. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> like what i was saying i always like enjoy like doing like the go-go the more like adulty like raunchier stuff because like i can just be me like i love to like be naked like i love to like get down and get gritty like you know and just be me <clears throat> see i will say this i've i've heard about stiffies um <laughs> one of, i've never been obviously but one of my friends um works there mm -hmm. actually will you probably um do you know you know justify right justify um i think i've seen their instagram handle yeah 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 mm -hmm. okay well justify is my friend and and like mm -hmm. that's when i first heard about stiffies i'm like because mm -hmm. my thing was at least from what i remember as I was saying when I interviewed um I've interviewed Cloud before too and when I was saying like yeah oh Cloud I love Cloud yes yeah mm -hmm. I was saying, uh, I was explaining like because Cloud moved there because like at least again when I lived in Orlando, the go the go go's used to work at Parliament House because that's where yeah. everybody would work and like yeah, that was like the it joint. Yeah, I saw actually going back to that. I saw so many people and like well not so many people but I saw a decent amount of people. Like that's where the one thing that I miss about being in a city is getting to meet like drag race girls because i mm -hmm. met like ginger i met um ginger and monet when i was there and i met and i got to got a chance to see like a, oh and a door mm -hmm. those are three and i got a chance to see alaska mm -hmm. i wish i i wish i'd done vip for alaska because mm -hmm. i love alaska but i didn't have money then but right. it's like it's like that it was that that's actually that was the um gay bar I used to perform at so it's like nice okay so it's like now What was the other thing that he was saying? Oh, since you're an Orlando native, did I didn't go to Savoy much? Did they always have dancers in Savoy, or is that like a new thing? Um. Okay. So I actually. Okay. This is gonna be a little TMI. I was talking to this um guy who actually used to DJ there, and so I'd never been to Savoy. I think it's like kind of like one of the newer places. Correct me. Correct me if I'm wrong. And um, I've never like been there, so like. Um, I would always like hear about it, you know, like performing at Stiffy's and other people like who just yeah. been there. 
And um, I actually did not know they have dancers. And um, one of the guys was like trying to set me up like with like performing there. And um, I was like, that'll be lit. But we unfortunately stopped talking due to other reasons. And you already know how that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of like didn't pursue itself. But um, you no, know, I always would hear about like how they would have dancers and like certain parties. And I actually do want to check it out before I move. So, yeah. um, yeah, this is like kind of new to me too. So I don't really know a lot about that either, but I would love to like go. Cause this, this was the thing, at least I don't know for you. Like I only went to parliament house to live there. Cause parliament house was the only place that had free parking. Like right. the reason, the reason I never went to Southern nights the whole time I lived there is cause like you had to pay to park. I'm like, I'm not fucking yeah. doing that. Like, like, or if, like you park like, like somewhere else illegally or something. It's like that to me seems crazy. It's like, mm -hmm. why would you build a bar and not have enough room for like parking? Like, yeah, like I'm not gonna pay to park and I'm not paying to like have fun. It's either or, or I'm just not coming. <laughs> exactly. It's like, even if even if you had to pay for stuff at Parliament House, you there's it was, it was a hotel. There's plenty of ways to sneak in. Yeah. Mm hmm. I like I, talking about like Parliament too. Like, yeah. okay, unfortunately, I am Gen Z. So, like, I remember, like, when I was, like, 17, 18, I would, like, sneak off on weekends, go with my friends, and go to Parliament House. And it would yeah. be the most funnest times ever. And I so wish I, like, had, like, so much, like, more time with it because I would yeah. always enjoy it. And, like, when I actually, like, turned grown, it was already, like, it was, like, closed down. And I'm just like, what? Like, I no, just got to experience the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that was the places I said, like, where there were no rules. Like, yeah. Like, it was just so much fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's see. What? So the thing was, probably, like, two of my most, like, inappropriate times there was, like, there was, like, there were two times that guys in with, like, cross-dresser fetishes were, like, mm -hmm. They would like, well, one of the guys just like literally would come up to me like six, seven times after I performed. And he's like, he's like, do you want your dick sucked? I'm like, so I took him back to the beach and let him do his thing. And like, yeah, like, you know, go ahead and rock out with your cock out by all means. There's no rules to life. <laughs> and then the other time was I got um, fucked in the parking lot, not in like the main parking lot, but like. <laughs> Oh, like, yeah. Like the, the field out, like, mm -hmm. that's out there. And, like, <laughs> what are, the, yeah. guy got the guy got nervous when somebody pulled up next to him. I'm like, they're literally, this is one of, this is another car. Like, nobody's yeah. out here. Like, like it's fine. If we see you, it's not going to be our world. Are going like, to yeah. snitch? They're probably going to ask to join, if anything. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you go with. DL dudes. Yeah. Oh no, the DL dudes be the most fun is too. Like, no, literally, like hooking up with like DL guys is like so like fun, but like annoying at the same time. Like they're always yeah. so sus. They're always like literally the DL guys on grinders deleting their profiles, re-downloaded it back. I'm like, boy, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, can I like tell you like a TMI story that has like something? Literally, I don't fucking care. Go ahead. Um, this, this, this is the place to say anything. Yeah, this is T. This is T. So I've been talking to this DL guy for about um 
um, I want to say like almost two months now. So really, really cute. I'm not going to name names. Really cute guy. Um, you know, your typical like country, like Southern guy. So this guy like told me their name. And so I'm just like, oh, okay, like you. And like, I remember like I had sent him a photo of myself and I had like included like my Instagram handle, you yeah. know, like with us, like I'm already out. Like you see what you're going to see. Right. I have nothing right here. So I guess he took it upon himself to like check my story and like, you know, look. So I'm like going through my views because that's what I do. I'm a nosy bitch. Yeah. So I'm going through my views and I see this name. So I click on it and I see that it's him. So this guy straight up is married, told me like his name was something it wasn't, all uh -huh. these and all of that. And so yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, not that I wasn't expecting it. Let's be real. Yeah. So like, it was just so much for me to like, just take in. I'm just like, oh my gosh. But like, thank the, <laughs> but like, thank the, like, thank the stars. Like I never like done anything sexual with him. Like it will always like, oh, I would want to do this, but something would always coming up, like come up. You know how like flaky these DL guys are. Yeah. Yeah. So we never like done anything. I would say like the most things like we probably did was like probably trade videos and pictures, but I really don't care. I do that with anyone. Hello. Yeah. But um, yeah. And so I thought that was just so hilarious. This guy's like straight up married with a wife, like in all this. And I'm just like, girl, like not that I wasn't expecting it, but like, I'm just like, wow, <laughs> this is funny. Yeah. <clears throat> and like literally. So, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was I was gonna say I should literally tell you what neighborhood I lived in because it's the thing, as you can clearly tell, I am white. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. so like I actually lived in two places. I lived um, I lived between um Paramore and Westmoreland for like the oh so you were downtown. Yeah. Okay, Paramore. Oh, yeah. you had all. Oh, I know they wanted you. <laughs> oh, you They wanted a piece of that. <laughs> I know exactly what route you're going. Yeah, and then like, I didn't live there long, but I lived in Pine Hills for a month. Oh, Pine Hills. Oh, oh my God, child, you didn't been around the block. Let me tell you. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> please, please tell me more. So I know you just. Like a like no hand in hand with these DL guys and their situations and whatnot. Absolutely, it's like mm -hmm. my thing was the, <laughs> of course, me be me being a thick bitch with a fat ass. They're like, yes. they're, like they're, they're, they're like I'm straight, but you got a nice ass. So yeah, like, I'm like, girl, okay. I'm like, like, I know, I know, I know what that yeah. means. <laughs> right, like, uh, uh, they wanted a piece of that cake. Uh... <clears throat> And some of the DL guys, like, too, they be, like, on some freaky stuff, too. They be low-key bottoms, too, of the DL guys. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Like, I've been, like, with a handful of, like, DL guys, and they're just like, can you, like, fuck me? Can you do this? I'm just like, I thought you were a top. But if you like it up the butt, like, by all means, like, that's cool, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Craziest. Oh, God. I was gonna say, what's the craziest story? I have like, Ooh, uh, oh, I have a couple. I, well, of course, you probably have a couple. Mine was, <laughs> I have, I have two. One of them I can kind of defend. So, like, um, there was a time that I had like, it was what 
doing a threesome. I had two guys doing Tina in my apartment. <laughs> oh, doing oh, they were doing that. What is Tina? Oh god, is this where I have to tell Jen? Okay. Let me be so okay. I always <laughs> see it like are is that that thing where like like okay, so I'm not like a fool, but like is that like the thing where like people like on the apps would be like party with the capital T and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay, so what is that? Is that like meth? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's meth. Okay, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't judge, but I don't partake, but I don't no. judge. No, but that... I'm just like, no, thank you. <laughs> that was, and then one time, okay, I have to preface this. I didn't know that he was on this before. Uh oh. I went to go. I went to go. Uh, I went to go to um. Castleberry to pick him up and it's like okay it's like as you as we were getting closer to my apartment he was like he's like telling me all the stuff he was on crack I didn't know like mm -hmm. oh he was on oh my god oh wow like was he like showing like any um signs or like no no that, that, no, that was the thing that's why I didn't know I didn't know so we almost got to my apartment it's like and he was the first guy to eat me out. So I was like, I just. That's why I'm like. Oh, wow. Like, uh, mm -hmm. And like that was, I was in an open relationship. So I went to my, back to my boyfriend and I'm like, okay, you wanted yeah. to be the, you want to be the top. This is what you're doing from now on. Like, yeah, yeah. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. This kind of segues me into my next question. Oh wait, no, I got one more before. Yeah, so, uh, bring it in, bring it in. How have you reacted when people have inappropriately touched you? Okay, so being a entertainer, an adult entertainer at that, this oh. kind of like comes hand in hand. So like all performers are are like given a talk and like what to prepare for. Um, at Stiffy's, I had like a couple experiences with that. And, um, okay. So I'm really not sensitive, but also like, I'm just like, okay, you're not going to like pull my pants down. You're not going to touch my cock. You're not going to put your finger up my ass. Like, you know, I really like mm -hmm. know how to handle myself because it happens yeah. so much, but like how I react to it, unless it's like not disturbing, I could care less. Like, you know, <laughs> unless you're like not parking those hands where I can't see them or doing, or if you're just acting like really like belligerent, then by all means, then it's a problem. But like, I really don't mind like, hell, we're in a gay club. Like, yeah. like, you know, we're in this side of the club. Like, you know, we know what to expect here and it's going to happen. I'm like, as long as you're giving me money, I could care less. <clears throat> see, see, only, it only happened to me one time when I was performing. So like, I was okay, so I was performing in the um bear den at Parliament House. So like I was like when I was like not performing, I was just sitting and watching people. So I had this drunk motherfucker literally be like, mm -hmm. I wanna see, I wanna see what you look like without your wig, and literally snatch my wig off my head. Disrespectful cunt. Yeah, I'm like, you I'm thinking, baby, you are lucky I'm in a good mood. Cause if so, mm -hmm. I would be taking off the shoe and it'd be going upside your head. Right. Like, no, literally, like, put it back on right where she belongs and don't do that ever again. See yourself out the door, matter of fact. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's like, seriously, like, 
Like, don't be like rude. Like, okay, if you can't handle your drinks, don't be doing their drinks. Or if you can't be doing those drugs, don't be doing them. Like, don't be disrespectful. <laughs> I just, I don't. Yeah, because this is the thing. Like, unlike most queens, again, as I said, I sing live or I, mm-hmm. or I, I either sing or I rap. It's like, my thing is like, <laughs> my my wigs are not Bobby pinned in because it's like, I know how much my head's going to move. So it's like, right. It's like, first of all, I couldn't. If my wig, if my wig was Bobby pinned in, I would have. Right, like tore it up, but like you know, like this isn't like a wig shift. You can't be pulling on it, like you know, yeah. we're performers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like literally keep your hands to yourself, like yeah, park, like literally, like be respectful. Like, as if, like, you wouldn't go up to a football player and you wouldn't, like, tackle them because you want to see, if, like, their strength yeah. or not. Like, it should be, like, given outright the same respect. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, have you ever hooked up with somebody who's tipped you? Who's what? Who's tipped you. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to, you know, just spill it all out. So I'm really just not like a hookup person. Like I'll do like oral play like here and there. But yeah. um, you know, like I've had a couple sugar daddies who like gave me money, tip me or whatever you call it, and I never had to do anything sexual with them. All I had to do was like send a couple pictures and I have like $200 in my account, like you know, like something like that, but to answer your question, no, I have never ever hooked up with anyone for money. See <clears throat> well okay in terms of i well okay i will say this this is my mm-hmm. view on it i mm-hmm. don't actively look for people to offer me money mm-hmm. or for for people to like give me money for sex but my right, feeling no is same. yeah my feeling is if you're gonna give me money for sex i'm gonna take it like right like you know by all means like you know if you're just extra generous like i'm not gonna say no to a couple bucks like Thank you. Like, you know, and like, like going back, like to that question too, like how I said earlier, uh, earlier, like I'm not really like a big hookup person. Like, you know, by all means, I'm not judging anyone. Like if that's how you want to do it, rock out with your cock out by all means, like, you know, I really don't care. But like for me in particular, like, I'm just like a really like passionate person. I'm just like, oh, if we're fucking, then like, babe, we got to be in a relationship or it got to be like some like type, not even just relationship, some type of chemistry like we got going on there. Just a valid connection. Then like I'll open up the gateway to heaven. Like, you know. See, and- I, I get that. It's like mm-hmm. my thing was is I explained it to somebody. So when I said, oh before, man, yeah. As, as I said before, when I was like, I was raped, but that was like my first ever sexual experience so it's like as i say like as i as i said this is at least what i believe yeah when that kind of stuff happens to you you end up going one of two ways either you become extremely sexually repressed mm-hmm. or you sleep the whole world and like yeah. my thing was i was the latter i slept with the whole world because i didn't value myself my thing is now mm-hmm. like I have myself a friends with benefits. I'm good. Yeah. Like that's my thing is like when I do the random hookups, it's like 
It's like, no, I try to. I try mm-hmm. to like I do one a few weeks or do one a couple weekends ago. And it's yeah. just like and it's like the guy was like doing poppers and like every mm-hmm. time he was like taking a hit of them, he kept like taking his dick out. I'm like, I, I wanted to be like, bitch, mm-hmm. stop like, fucking taking stop fucking yeah. taking your dick out while you're doing this. Like your dick, yeah. your dick, your dick is almost 10 inches. Like fucking leave that Whoa. shit. Uh oh, so you gotta climb up that ladder. Ooh. It's like, no, it's like, no, it's like, mm-hmm. man, like I for sure, like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just like the Gemini Emmy, but like, sometimes I could like, feel like I can like do the friends with benefits thing. And some like times I can't, cause I am a jealous like person. Like if I don't have all yeah. the attention, I'm like, then I don't want it. And I'm just like, you're freaking like cheating on me. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm so like that, like that. So like. Um, I've tried, but then like just for my well-being, I'm just uh-uh, like so needy, and I'm just like, alrighty, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> well, no, I mean like, first of all, I kind of get it, but it's like, it's one of those like, here's the thing, it's with him. It's like he wants to commit, but at the same time, he's like. But I know you're moving. He's the one who wants to move to Orlando. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, but I know you're moving to Detroit. And he's like, that's gonna be hard. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, listen, bitch, we've been we've been like literally fucking now for like almost for like five years. It's like Ooh. And, and, and and like kissing and all that. It's like it's mm-hmm. like newsflash, it's gonna be hard either way. It's gonna be mm-hmm. hard whether you let me go to Detroit and like Go find somebody else, or if we do it long distance, there yeah. is no, there there's is no, no easy, easy in this. Like, yeah, it's like if you if it's like bitch, if you wanted it easy, you should have stopped like year two. Like that, right? Like, sorry, just, I'm not addicting me, but like you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I do, and it's like, well, first of all, it's like. Well, clearly, you have to make a decision before I move. Because let's be put it this way: mm-hmm. I'm moving. I'm moving to Detroit, bitch. You're putting me literally in a lion's den. Like, yeah. And then, like, I feel like with that too, with like long distance relationships, like, I feel like in order for it to work, you really men have to be determined for that. Because, like, you know, some nights get lonelier than others, and yeah. I don't have you here. Like, you know. I want some, like, you know, some of that stuff. <laughs> and if I don't have it here, then I'm sorry. Like, you know, someone's going to end up with a broken heart. <laughs> it's also, okay, so, like, I didn't have this particular question. So, it's like, would it be would it be harder for you, like, to be in a relationship because of the fact of, like, I mean, granted, once you move to... Yeah. Once you move to California, you're probably not going to have to be, like, traveling as much. But it's, like, if you're traveling, it's, like, well, part of the time you're not home. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, to answer that question, I don't, like, for me, like, it's, like, kind of funny. Because, like, I, like, be talking to these guys, like, throughout the year. And tell me why, like, literally why. I haven't even, like, announced it yet that I'm moving. But, like, I told you in yeah. the live stream. Hello, I am yeah. now that I'm moving. But, um, so, it's, I 
found it like kind of funny. I don't know if like Mercury is like in retrograde or something, but like literally I've been like getting like all the like hit ups when I'm literally like moving. I'm just like, where were y'all at like throughout the year? And um, alternatively, I am like a big relationship person. I try to like strive to like, you know, find someone like permanent rather than like inconsistent and things like that. Um, and like what I think, I feel like if I am in a relationship and if I do like find someone out in California, I would really just hope and just hope and pray that like, you know, they're like kind of like into my like gig life and my schedule and like we can make right. it work even if I'm like not at home all the time, like, you know, and you know, with the right person comes at the right time and you know, the right person, they're willing to go by all wheels, like, you know, with you. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so, okay. You're in California. You're moving where? Um, to the, like the Glendale areas where we're looking at. Um, it's like 30, 40 minutes away from Los Angeles. So primarily like kind of like West Hollywood ish. Okay. <laughs> well, I will say this. You're talking about a relationship. Um, good luck. I know it's in California. I'm like, Lord, am I gonna have any luck? I doubt it. Like literally, like I'm literally gonna try and find like me a man, like with my traveling when I'm like wherever I am, anywhere but damn California. <laughs> well, my thing was because I thought about moving. I had I actually did think about moving to LA at one point, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, this is my thing. Yeah. There are some people from the East Coast that know how to keep their um mouth shut and will can just uh -huh. tell you like, "Oh my God, you're amazing." Yeah. Even even when you're not, that is not me. Like, I am the person who's like, I I'm gonna tell somebody like, if I think you suck, I'm gonna tell you that I think you suck. Like, yeah, like you know, you just keep it real. Mm -hmm. But everyone in LA is like, "Oh my God." This this person's amazing. I look at some. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a rapper out there who like just put out an out put out another EP, and I'm like, oh, tell me, tell me. So <laughs> this is gonna be a shady part, but it's like, okay, so his name is Tokyo. Ooh, okay. He put out an EP, and I'm like, he put out this song um called Coochie, and it's like, I heard this song, and he had three other people on the song. Who aren't rappers? Uh -oh. Who are out there, outspitting him on his own uh -oh. fucking track? I'm Not like the outspitting. It's like how the how the how the fuck are you gonna like? You've been a, you've been a rapper for like, I think like four years now. I'm like, when the fuck are you gonna learn how to rap? Like, hmm. <laughs> it's just a, this, again. This is this is why I can't go out to LA because it's like. You're too, like, real the, You're too real for the. Uh uh. No, because uh, I'd be like the person who's like, he'd be like, "Did you say that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did." And what? Yeah, I'm like, "And what? Who's gonna beat my ass?" <laughs> it's like it, it's not my fault that you that you 31 years old and you say like your role model is Nicki Minaj and you out there spin like you fucking Cardi B. Like that's not my <laughs> fault. Oh, but dang, come through with the read, but you're spitting facts though. Because I'm like, or like, there's, 
I don't get it. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna censor people saying it's fucking. I've already said. It. So there's another like singer, singer mm-hmm. out there named Onyx, and like I heard that shit. And like this is this is sad part. When you mm-hmm. used to be a fan of somebody and you hear them like literally, at least in my view, like vocally decline. Because mm-hmm. I used to be a fan of this person. I heard their like new song. I was listening to it and I'm like, God, this is fucking garbage. Like. I'm like I'm like I'm like you I'm like you you paid for the studio time and you let a producer go ahead out and um put this track out where you can hear where they had to melodyne your vocals because they couldn't for people who don't know what melodyne is melodyne is auto auto tune pitch correction which is where they they where you hear like the little like all that yeah it's where you hear the e like that's uh, yeah and, and it's and it's like i heard what they had to do it in the fucking song so it's like right you you can't mm. like you As can't make yourself be good if you're not good <laughs> no that's my thing it's like if i hear this sh- if to my album if i hear that shit i'm gonna f- i'm literally i will be the one who's like i will be the one cussing on the phone i'll be like what the fuck did you do to my voice like yeah. It's like I have no problem being in the studio and going like another take. If it costs me a little more money, it takes me costs me a little more money. It's like right. This industry is not cheap, bro. Yeah, but it's like it's like if I need a little help, I need a little help. But don't be like, oh, we had to do this for you. We had to do this because it's mm-hmm. what you want. You want it. It's like no, it's not what I wanted. I want my vocals to sound. The way they can on this on right like how i can sing it live anyway mm-hmm. i went through that the so ignorance we, yeah <laughs> okay so i mean we kind of discussed this but um what's your dating life been like so my dating life been like so um, to answer that question, really funny. Yes, I have Grinder downloaded on my phone. But um, yeah. um, so yeah. what have I even like been like? Um, I've been like, you know, doing like occasional like hookups, like friends with benefits situations, but kind of like how I said earlier, like I yeah. really keep it like to a minimum. I don't like really do like sex, I should say, like I like perform like oral sex and like you know, little things like that. But um I try to like look for like a relationship but like i'm like i said i'm moving so like i kind of like just took a big pause in that and stopped stressing that and i just really just let life just come to me like i'm not no longer chasing it and like if it happens it does what's meant for me will find me like you know and i'm just not stressing it like how i really used to stress it because like a year or two ago i used to like be obsessed and i actually like used to be so sad about it i'm like i would never find a boyfriend like all these guys just want to fuck and like things like that. But I'm just like, you, there's no rush. Like what's meant to me will literally find me. Like, let me take like all this frustration now on like finding a damn career. Like, let's be real. And so I'm just like, kind of like that. Like, you know, all that, like, I'm like, if it happens, it happens. If a guy want to play, all right, let's get it in. Let's do it. Let's experiment. But um, no, not really. Like, you know, if I'm not, I alternatively, I would like to be in a relationship and I would like to have a boyfriend and just have that closure. But like, you know, I'm just not stressing it, like taking it one day at a time. And if I get it, it's going to come naturally. Like, you know, it's yeah, it's like 
as they always say, it's like you never are gonna find a relationship when you're looking for one. It's always yeah. really like you're just out there doing your thing. So like mm-hmm. in terms of okay, so I already said the present. So like in terms of the past, mm-hmm. I've had like three relationships total, two of them lasted a month, one of them lasted a year. Mm-hmm. So the one that lasted a year ended kind of like suddenly. Because hmm. I um what happens is the person like i went to work one day we were living together and like mm-hmm. they had as when i went to work they had moved all their stuff out when i came back mm-hmm. they left a note with a key in the door oh not and, the notes Woo! and they basically broke down all the relationship and then like towards the end she told me like i'm transitioning and i'm like Oh, and she's and she's like, I know you won't accept me for the way that I am, which mm-hmm. she wasn't wrong about, because mm-hmm. this was, I would say, this was back in 2018. We didn't, right. I didn't know much about trans people. Like, what mm-hmm. the information was out there was even less mm-hmm. than what it was than it is now. Like, mm-hmm. now I'd be the person who's like. I would be like more like it's okay, babe. Like mm, be a little more accepting. But at that point, yes, yeah, so that was over. And then I did this stupid thing, which Uh-oh. I got in a relationship immediately after. Ooh. With uh oh. That lasted a month. Mm-hmm. And like, so my thing is. I think now I would lean more towards the monogamous side of doing things like, but back then I just, I didn't. So like we had a rule where it was like, and I moved, I moved him close because he was in Daytona beach and I'm like, Oh wow. You you be, you being in Daytona, me being in Orlando, that's not going to work. So it's like, Uh obviously, um, so he's like, so we were living together and he's like, okay, we do stuff, but we only do stuff together. I'm like, fair. Right. That's the rule. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So I went to work one day and he got sucked off by two guys while I was at work. I'm like, what happened to us being together? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And it's like, okay. So mm-hmm. two two can play at that game. So yeah, as you should. He went to work and I got fucked by somebody. Oh, as you should. Uh, like you hurt I, me, I hurt harder. <laughs> I I didn't I I didn't tell him this part would have killed him. It was I got fucked by a deaf guy and like. Uh, how was that? Can I ask? Yeah, I've been, I've been with I've been with deaf people before. It's actually, mm-hmm. it's like because this is the thing, like. I'm a noisy bitch, like in the bedroom. So it's like it doesn't matter. Like, oh yeah, so you're I, just able. You could scream if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, like, saying the ABCs. Uh. <laughs> and then, like, as as that guy broke up with me, he literally said, "As I said, I told you what area I lived in." He said, "With my front door open to my apartment, uh, all you ever want is that n-word dick." Oh, not the nigga dick. Oh, wow. What the heck? He's so rude. And 
part of me was like, I'm like, where the fuck is somebody to shoot this bitch? Because like, I will like, I will, I will, I will, I will, de- I will defend you. I'm like, I mean, right. like he got he got in the way of the bullet. It wasn't his fault. Right. Oh. <laughs> hey, like you know, it is what it is. But as I say, karma's a bitch because karma after, is a bitch, and it's like, and it comes around right when you need it. Because mm-hmm. after he left me, a month after he left me, he got HIV. So. Whoa. Oh Lord, yeah, karma is a bitch. Yeah. Especially when you're acting out of malice, like you know, that's what happens. <laughs> so after that, so yeah, that was the last time I was in a relationship, and like. Mm-hmm. I feel I don't know if you feel this way. I'm one of those people who's like happily single. Like I don't need a man. Right. Like, okay, you're so right. I can so like agree with you on that because okay, yeah, I do like have my little heartbroken era, but yeah. like I'm so quick to bounce back. I'm like, okay, like now I don't have to worry about this. Now I can do this. Like, you know, like little things like that. So I completely like agree with you on that too. Like, you know, like I'm not even gonna lie, like. You know, it'll be like a month or two. And then I'm just like, okay, like, I'm so happy. I can go out with my friends. I can do this not having to, like, worry about, like, someone else. Like, you know, I'm back to my regularly, like, what do you call that? Like, regular, like, consistency. Yeah. It's it's also, it's like, it's like, that way you have to worry about, like, Mm -hmm. what the, what the thing, what the man's worried about. My thing is, I know now, especially being a performer, I need a man who's like super, super liberal. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, girl, I agree with you. I'm just like, like it's such like an unpopular opinion, but um, just like from my own like things, how I watch things, like crumb down. I don't think I can really like be in a relationship or have like relations with someone I work with. It just never like, and at least what the, no. with what I've seen and what I've experienced, it just never ends well or just goes good. I'm telling you. So like, literally, I'm just like, for me, I like, uh, uh-uh. if we're in something like that, you cannot work with me. Like none of that. Like, yeah. uh-uh. absolutely not. I need a man who's literally going to see me. Like, if I'm making out with a backup dancer, mm-hmm. you have to ignore the fact that I'm doing that, and it's like. That's not me cheating on you. That's yeah. me giving a performance to the people. Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Like, this is my job. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, don't be too butthurt about it. Like, you signed up for this. You know what you're getting yourself into. Don't act all hurt, like hurt when it's time to stand in the paint. Like, you know? Yeah, and some guys mm-hmm. are like... And they be all, like, all... They feelings be hurt. <laughs> I've gone like back and forth with a, can I date somebody who's also a musician? It's like, Mm -hmm. I like Peter, I feel like, yes, it wouldn't be better because like they'd understand stuff, but at the same time, I'd be like, no, because it's like, if I I all of a sudden pop off and they don't, Mm -hmm. I either need you to be like super accepting of me. Mm Or like, or no, I, I, I need, I need you to be super accepting of me because it's like, my thing is, I would do that the other way around. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't go like, I'm mean, excuse me, example, I wouldn't go like Whitney Houston, I wouldn't go like Whitney Houston level when she was with 
Bobby Brown and be like, be, be like, be like, I'm Mrs. Brown. I would, I'm not gonna do that, but I'll be by your side. Like, yeah, like you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I remember seeing her like during that, or during mm. that time because I saw her in in interview. I'm just, I actually, I will say this. Mm-hmm. For me, everyone's like. First of all, anyone who knows anything, you know this. You know this is someone who's into um, interviewers. Yeah, D- Diane Sawyer is fucking garbage. I don't care what anybody says. That but... yeah, she's literally mean. Like no, uh-uh. that was the thing. I remember somebody defended her on this podcast one time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I'm like, she made Britney Spears cry. Like yes, she literally... like that. That was so like just out of pocket. I'm just like, girl, like I would literally throw a shoe at you and like freaking get someone to tackle you. Like get out of my face. Because <laughs> it was it was so like mm-hmm. she did that thing of like, so you did something that caused him so much pain. It's like you're, girl, like, you're blaming her for like all of that, like. No, like, I don't know if you're genuinely doing this because you're just a bitch, but, like, no, yeah. that's just so out of pocket. Like, please have several seats. Don't, like, make a comment on something you have nothing you could or would never understand. And don't throw, like, stone when you live in a glass house, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say I'm also one of the people who says, like, I was saying this before. Mm-hmm everyone was looking at this before like the me too movement and all that i was a person who said literally from for like the longest time that janet jackson got robbed after mm. like after what happened to her at the super bowl because it's like mm-hmm. justin timber like basically got off scot-free mm-hmm. and she was the one who had to like suffer in her career like literally just from that point mm-hmm. it almost kind of tanked and it's like Mm. everyone was like that's that's fine i'm like that's fine right like what like Mm. he's the he's the one who pulled off her top she didn't do Mm -hmm. it to herself but yeah like she said what's your like right like what's your like opinion on that do you think that was honestly like a publicity stunt do you think like something needed to happen so like things like or was it like like genuinely like uh, like you know, just so malfunction. It was. I don't think she did it on purpose. I feel like mm-hmm. my uh, my thing is more on mm-hmm. him because it's like mm-hmm. it's like I feel like he pulled a little bit too hard, like, mm-hmm. and that's why he um did what he did. I also don't think it was that big a deal, but it was where the country was mm-hmm. at that point. I'm the I'm yeah. the person who like the 2000s like luckily you were like a little little kid so you didn't know this the 2000 the 2000, Yeah, the 2000s were wild. Like mm-hmm. 2000s back when like Eminem, Britney Spears, Whitney's in there, like all of them low rise jeans. <laughs> it was like, I would say it's one of the like 
there's some really good well much like with any genre or any decade there was some good music there was a lot of bad music like Mm. a lot what was your least favorite like one like you just couldn't stand my thing is um in terms of like songs that i find annoying i would definitely say i know this is one that a lot of people love mm-hmm. hey y'all by outcast i just do it's it's mm-hmm. not my thing it's like something go mm-hmm. i'm trying to think i know i know for sure i know outcast i'm like trying to think how does that one go um, oh my gosh, like I'm like sitting here like trying to actually think I'm literally about to look at them. Oh, that one. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I had yeah. to. I'm just like, yeah. I I know exactly what you're talking about. Let yeah. me just see. So oh yeah, like um, yeah, I definitely don't care for that one like the most part. I'm just like, if it didn't exist, I wouldn't be pondering over it like you know <laughs> like but yeah that's not my like i'm not like drooling over it like you know it's kind of annoying no it's it's exactly why and it's like <laughs> oh my gosh. granted you kind of have to be like that because like or i would say no that's not for the 2000s it was I would say the 2010s. I was going to say Will I Am's a shitty producer, but that only that came after mm-hmm. boom. That came after boom boom pow. Like Yeah. I mean, mm. I like I like some of the Black Eyed Peas stuff, but there's Yeah, I my favorite song from the Black Eyed Peas um, you know that song Meet Me Halfway, Meet Me Halfway. Yeah. But yeah, that was really, I really really like that one. Mine's I'm a B. I just I love the way that like Yeah. But it's like he did the thing was after that album, he pretty much produced beats in that same genre for that whole time. So it's like when people got mad at um, Mind Your Business when it came out this year, it's like Mm -hmm. or last year, I mean, but it's like it's like, yeah, it's because that was like a reject. They literally did scream and shout. I want to scream again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But anyway, totally. So, um, what are your thoughts on how the LGBT community is being treated today? Um, I really just think that like it's annoying. Like, why are y'all doing that? Like us, like we're not bothering anyone. Drag queens don't bother. No one is bothering anyone. Like y'all want. I really genuinely think in my mind they just want to cause a separation because. Unfortunately, we're living in the world where church and politics aren't separated. They aren't. Right. So you have people in office who are like conservative, Catholic, Christian, whatever you want to call it, and you know, forcing people's like views, their views down people's necks. And like there should be a difference in the separation in like beliefs and like politics. Like you just don't need to mix the two. And politics it, like is enough as it is, like you know. But like putting like your own religious views in that is just never a good thing. And I really just feel like that's what's happening with the world. Like you have just people in office who are like crazy Christians, crazy Catholics, and just trying to force their views down people's necks. Like, cause we're not doing anything to you. Yeah. 
it's mm-hmm. like the fact of when people you your point to religion it's like mm-hmm. some people are talking about the um shockingness of like people using religious imagery to like mm-hmm. in their music my thing is like i agree with it when it has a purpose like mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong love little Nas x but like mm-hmm. some of his like most recent song like that jesus christ um, or something yeah I'm oh like, my god I see, okay so i've seen that like that build up on tiktok about him like releasing like how he like kind of worded it like like ooh I'm gonna like expose the government I'm Christian I'm coming with my cost like yeah. gospel I kind of followed that but then like when I saw like you know how he like portrayed that like I'm be honest like I do believe in God I am like Christian you should say but like I respect everyone I love everyone and yeah. I, like some of the things in their views I don't agree with everything and I make sure that's like very very known but like also like. I didn't like the fact, like, how he kind of, like, did that, like, kind of, like, poked fun of, like, you know, Jesus or whatever. Like, you know, I felt like that was just kind of, in my opinion, like, just a little bit much. Like, it's kind of like when you go to a party and you see that person, like, doing too much. You're just like, all right, like, stop. Like, you don't got to do all that. Kind of like that. Like, I'm just like, all right, like, what was your point? Like, you know? (laughs) Exactly. There was, like... It was him just like being shocking. Like when mm-hmm. I, I will say this: when I put out my album, if I get a chance to make the music videos, when you gotta when speak it into existence. You are gonna make the music videos. No, I'm gonna say this: like when this goes up on YouTube, my Venmo link will be in the description. Please give me money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, so it's like my thing is like. So for my song Confession, it's literally about my kind of like going against the Catholic Church. So it's like mm-hmm. when I have the like imagery of me like being locked in a mental institution and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm in a church and like mm-hmm. or like it fades to me cutting into a church. I'm sitting there making out with um two backup dancers and like mm-hmm. I'm getting like bent over their kneeler like simulated getting fucked like mm-hmm. my thing is all of like to the point of you think as a like catholic christian person you think all of this is wrong mm-hmm. but this is all natural like that's mm-hmm. the point so it's like this whole thing of like oh my god this is shocking it's not just shocking it's the um there's a purpose behind it Mm-hmm. Two two Lil Nas X's um song Jesus Christ. I don't think there's a purpose behind that. I think it's yeah, like, like you're just bored and you need it like publicity. No. Like you know, I I um like he does like have like a few little like bangers that I used to, but like I'm just like you're just like you're just boring now. Like you didn't lost it. Like you didn't lost your groove. Like you're not in the flow anymore. And I just feel like I don't know like how I said it. Like you're just doing a little too much. And yeah. he doesn't have to, like, you know, they're just kind of like backfired on his end, like, you know, a it's, flop. Um, <laughs> it's okay, I'm gonna say this. It's, I would arguably say it's because he's become too Hollywood, too like LA. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. my thing is, if ever you're a musician and like 
you're from like New York or you're from a bigger city, stay yeah. in your stay in your yeah, city. Like, you. They can't strip that from you. And when they do, it's just never good. Like stay authentic, stay true to yourself. Like, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like it's like don't move. I remember when Gaga like finally moved out to LA. I'm like, no! Like, no, no, no bitches. <laughs> no, you should have stayed in New York. Like, mm -hmm. that's another person who I um feel like um low key. Um, I used to watch um Cardi B um on Love and Hip Hop New York. Yeah. Um, and how she really used to be, but I feel like she's low key becoming like the Hollywood like this catching up to her too. Well, it's because Cardi B is no longer relevant. Not that she ever. Well, not I was relevant. Thank you. But I was gonna say <laughs> she's she's no longer a musician because like she's no longer a rapper because she never was because she paid for somebody to write her songs. This to is my songs. thing. Yeah. I I love having my vision from start to finish. So it's like mm -hmm. if somebody were to like write me a song, I might consider it, but it's like overall the majority of what i want to put out is yeah. my music your, because it's, yeah, my it's your story, story. uh-huh and i like you know like feeling like i feel like nowadays like especially like in the performing business anything people want to tune into people they can relate to i feel like being relatable is like the biggest like climax you really want to take on someone like you know yeah. so if it's not you and like you're not like people know it's not you genuinely like people aren't gonna like want to like listen to it because they know it's not you like you know they just catch that vibe so yeah like how you saying like how you're doing with your music and like how this is you this is your area you're gonna like touch a lot yeah. of people's lives and like you know like you know things like that yeah. <clears throat> totally so mm -hmm. To my final question, what's the biggest uh -huh. misconception about you? The biggest misconception, okay, I really feel like people think, I don't know, I like always hear this that like um, either they think I'm like really, really like stuck up or like really like mean or like kind of like think I'm like, yeah, better or like kind of stuck up or I've heard like I'm very mean, like they're like people would always tell me like, you know, dancers i performed with or anyone like that they was like i would just think like you're the i used to before i even talked to you i just thought you were the biggest bitch and i don't know why and i'm just like why like i don't know like i think i'm like very very nice i always talk to everyone i always like come up with like a smile on my face like you know and i always try to make everyone feel welcome because like i always like really really am strict on that because like i've been in a lot of situations even to this day where i walk in a room and you have those dancers who are at I'm just going to throw shade because I don't work there and I'm moving. You have those fucking 30-year-old dancers at Disney dancing with Queen Elsa on Castle Stage. Like, you know, and you see those yeah. damn same faces and, like, getting in their clicks. And I know what that's like being in that type of environment and not being welcomed and not being, like, you know, just feeling like an outsider to, like, how you are. So I Absolutely. really, like, try to, you know, stress and, like, with anyone I meet, like, you know, like, okay, like, you can sit, like, you know, I, I don't care. Like, you know. 
I don't judge anyone. I never would want to be judged because I know exactly what that's like. And you know, you're a performer too. Like, you know, right. Just what that's like. You never want to wish that upon anybody. So I really think that's a humongous misconception about me. I'm just like, I'm not a bitch. I don't think I'm better than anyone. If I was, I wouldn't be working the same jobs y'all are. And I wouldn't be getting the same pay you are if I was. So. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, to that um stuck upness. this is my thing as a as a musician it's like i'm used to being an outsider so if somebody were like say like there was like a bunch of people who'd say like oh i don't like what you're doing you're doing all all of this you should go back to what you're doing before my response is like that's just literally how it is because it's like i would say especially as a musician you have to start by granted yes you want to like touch the masses but you have to start by making it for you if you right. don't like what you're doing you're gonna hate performing those songs and, mm-hmm. and you're just gonna like grow like yeah you're, no, you're, you're, you're gonna be like madonna who like mm-hmm. for years wouldn't perform like a virgin because she said oh i hate it and it's like i'm like what <laughs> well, she, well, she didn't write it. That's why she hates it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's like, granted, do I have songs that I could probably like give away to people? Yes, but I also feel like if they rejected the song, it's like, well, fuck, they can reject the song. I get to keep it. It's my song. I get to perform it. Right. So for me i have two one was that somebody told me they thought i was intimidating and it's like um what well my thing is i get why they're like it's the sunglasses that make you intimidate <laughs> <laughs> not, not not these glasses these are my interview glasses i got two this, mm-hmm. these and two other pairs of the brand deal but like mm-hmm. The ones that I wear on stage are like these black Ray Bans. They're like, they're yes, my mom's. They're they're my yeah. mom's. So like, as I said, she she died when I was eighteen. So she never yes, lived man. to see me perform. So it's like now, I not this only spiritually spir- not only spiritually take her with me, but it's also like I look so much like her that like, mm-hmm. it's like there's almost a vision of her every time i perform on stage oh that is so special like you know and that's amazing that you kind of like you know share that and go through that so by all means you better rock those shades because you look amazing thank you Mm -hmm. and the other one is that i'm shady Mm. i am very i'm opinionated yeah i'm opinionated Exactly. If you can't handle the shade, step out of an umbrella. Thank you. <laughs> like everyone's like, oh my God, why are you like that? It's like, listen, mm-hmm. as I was saying, there's so many people who are like, yes, men who are like, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Keep on doing you. Like, even when you, even like when you're not good and like, I know you're not good. It's like, keep on doing it. You're amazing. No. <laughs> I'm going to say this now, right here. Please. Stop rewarding bad behavior. If people, mm-hmm. if people yes, are not good at stuff, that. tell them they're not good. Tell like, them like it'll help them and save them. Like you know, all of that. Like yeah, they're gonna be pissed off at you, but hey, no. If you care about them and you're really their friend or really that person, you would not let them yeah. look stupid. So, but I'll, I'm a big fan on that too. Yeah, and it's like 
but what if they want to do something that like gets them attention? Listen, I'm like, if you have to go out and find attention, then clearly it's not for you. Attention will be everywhere where you go. If you got to go out and find it, then it's not for you. My thing is like, it's like, listen, they go to the gay bar. Somebody will always need their dick sucked in the bathroom. That's what they can fucking do to get their attention. Like, you know those bitches who like spend most of the time in the bathroom when they're at the club. It's like, you do you do one of two things in the, that bathroom. You either yep. You either, either sucking dick or you doing dick. some cocaine. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, let's be real. Like it's either or. <laughs> exactly. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, it was a pleasure getting to meet you. It was so much fun. I would so want to do another one. If you have Keep Me In Mind, which are in music, you need a dancer. I am right there. Um, I, I definitely I would, will. Cause... Yeah, I would love to do like another like little interview. This was so much fun. I really enjoyed oh. meeting you and getting to know you and everything. Yes. I can't wait for this to come out so I can just share it all over. Because like I had so much fun doing this. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, as I say, I will definitely keep if I can. I'm I am always the person who's like, if I can get a part two, mm-hmm. if I can get a part three, like I always do it because like, mm-hmm. not that I don't love meeting new people. Yeah, I do. I do overall. Sometimes I don't, mm-hmm. but like, but it's like, <laughs> it's so much easier because like, this business is so much about like, and you'll find this when yeah. if you ever try and do a podcast with like. It is so much a knocking on the doors and being like, hey, pay attention to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm this interviewer. Yeah. I still now, it's like, I still have to do that. I'm like, I don't have enough of a resume. I've done, mm-hmm. what is it? This is 60, this is the 64th interview I've done. It's like, yeah. it's like, I feel like I've fucking proven myself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you always got to prove yourself. In this interview. Exactly. This and the big, like the biggest, like most inspiring thing ever is like, you know, just getting knocked down. But then like literally as soon as they knock you down, you be like you the outcome is you're more successful than they ever will be. Like, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And to close this out, with that being said, this is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. Yay! Bye, guys! Woo!